You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Taken away by Wicks. Let's see it! Oh, it's glorious! It's Pettis to Jones! Oh, what a catch by Dickie with the jump! Here as far as Saeed Ben-Rama! And we are live! We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football. Balls for everyone. Stay signed, Mike Fish, and I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how you doing, buddy? What's happening, dude? How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. I'm basking in the sunshine of New Jersey. I'm loving it. It's like 60-something degrees. I don't know how it works out still. It's like 20 degrees Celsius. That'll do to our Canadian viewers. They'll understand. Celsius. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would tell me. Celsius, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. What have you been up to, man? What have you got a big week lined up for you, Mr. Middleton? I do, yeah. I've been uh, been getting ready for uh, for a beer release. My podcast gets its second beer release this weekend at uh, Southern Star Brewing Company, and I've been uh, doing some promo and stuff for that. So pretty excited about it. So for trademark reasons, though, what's it called? Darling like a Marlin two electric like a Marlin two electric boogaloo is um is the name of it. We had Darling like a Marlin last year, and they're like, we should bring Darling back, but we're going to change it from a blackberry sour to a mango sour. And I was like, I just want to start giving it Fast and Furious names as many times as they let us do it. It's very possible they only let us do it like this is our last time. But if they let us do a three, like I got to find some other Fast and Furious type name to come up with three. Three on the tree. Did you ever watch like the Naked Gun series? Um, was that with OJ Simpson? He was in. I think he was in the second one. I didn't but really yeah, watch it, but I know yeah. that he was in one of those. But yeah, their, their third one was called Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. Maybe that could be where you go. Done like a Marlin Thirty Three and a Third. I'll see what I can do there. Yeah, we got a year, hopefully. Yep. Um, so yes, Giants news. No Giants news. Pretty much everyone's still speculating. Mark we're almost there. man. We're almost there. What are we like? Two weeks away now. Two and a half weeks. Uh, yeah. Like oh my god. The twenty eighth to so two weeks. Yeah. What's uh, what's your? Have you got any uh, ear to the ground news? What's Joe Shane doing? I know you're We're tight. gonna draft the best available player. Is what you I think hit first. Bobby uh, McFunder Waffles hopes to see me at the beer release. I wouldn't hold your breath. You're not um, gonna. You're not gonna show up. Probably wow, not. Dude. Probably biggest not. day of my life. You're not gonna show up. It's my beer release. So far. So far, biggest day of my life. So far. Yeah. Maybe you're going wow. to do a live podcast in that day? <laughs> Absolutely not. We'll not do a podcast at my wedding. It'd be tempting though, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't be tempting at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty easy car right there. 
Is that an easy call for you, or is it an easy call because you're it's an getting stared at me. right now? It's an easy call for me, absolutely. Or a beer release. Do a beer release. Alex and Emma's beer. That'd be good. That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, so I won't be there, unfortunately, since I live many miles away and my wife would kill me. But anyway, <laughs> this past week... I don't want uh, you hanging out with those Southerners. Yeah, it's scary in Texas. You get shot. It's a fact. They're all cowboys down maybe, there, you know. Maybe. I'll be there five minutes, have a couple of drinks, say something wrong to the wrong person. Suddenly I'm in a duel. Won't be a Walking very okay corral after that, yeah. I don't even know how to ride a horse. I won't know how to get around. It's one of, It's essential if you want to come to Houston is riding horses. I'll be arriving at the beer release backwards on a horse, getting dragged. Yeah, you'd look... I'd look a fool. You'd look still, yeah. Maybe it is a good idea that you're not. Yeah, I can't do that to my reputation. <laughs> Um, so West Ham, West Ham this week, uh, let's talk about the first game where we played in the Europa League quarterfinal, first leg against Lyon. Now, rumour has it that there's been, there were some dodgy calls by the referee during that game. Now, I honestly have no idea why anyone would come to such a conclusion because as far as i'm aware that man has a fantastically clean reputation oh wait no he got banned for six months for max fixing oh dear oh dear oh, oh dear what oh, a bastard man. man that guy that's a bad look was an absolute shit cunt what were your thoughts um, what are your thoughts i mean let's go to the main talking points red card aaron Cresswell. What was your thoughts at the time and then maybe the letter back. of the law like yeah now that we know that the ref is a cheater like absolutely it was a terrible call but like in real time it was like did he stop a scoring opportunity and was he the last man yeah yeah kind of was um i wasn't happy with it it was a little bit un unnecessary on Cresswell's part but yeah, uh, like the commentators kind of just being like, yeah, by the letter of the law that he was the last man there, that's a penalty. So like because of that, I think it was the right call. Um, it just fucking sucked that it happened right at half. It was just like, I guess the, 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 the what's the word? The ability, I guess, to look back hindsight being 2020, it was kind of frustrating because he was moving away. Technically, he was moving away from the goal. So Cresswell could have just let him go. But it was very soft. It was like a hardly a touch. I mean, like I say, letter of the law. Cresswell should have gone in, and he yeah, let him let him do that. He didn't have anybody to pass to. He didn't have anybody to cross to. He just had to kind of sit there. But um, it it was one of those things that kind of it fucked us, man. Like I think we aren't. I I don't think we surrendered that goal if we had a full squad in that second half. I don't know if we score any more than we did. We got very very lucky. With uh, just getting that break that we had the goal with Bowen put it in. Um, that yeah. it was that that was a like an incredibly lucky break. And then it just kind of like even though we were up one nil, it was just like, all right, but like when are they gonna even it up? And I was worried they were gonna win like two one, but I felt like we weren't gonna come out of there get, without giving up a goal just because being a man down, having to play a whole half like that, it's so hard to do. Even though we like, we. We played pretty well defensively. 
that entire second half. It's just like I felt like we we kind of were trading blows in the beginning of the game, and then it was like the the Crestle thing just took all the air out of everything we had done that entire first half. That it was like, all right, well, you know what? We're gonna go. We're we'll gonna go to the dressing rooms figure it out we're gonna come back out and uh this will be a fun game and then it went to well we're gonna play for a draw we're gonna we're gonna sit back we're not really gonna do anything exciting and i was shocked that like we were able to get as many chances as we did in the second half what were your thoughts about the whole thing i mean like the fact that bowen was able to put that goal together was awesome and then we still had another two times that i can think of right off the top of my head that antonio had an opportunity there and then uh, I want to say Bowen had another chance that he could have scored, or it what looked like another scoring opportunity. Didn't Lanzini uh, have a close? Maybe it was shot? Lanzini. It might have been Lanzini. Um, but we had a couple of chances where it was like, oh shit! Like West Ham could have gone up two nil, and then uh, right there at the very end, it looked like we had an opportunity to maybe get one more in. But um, I'm I'm happy overall with the way that we were able to like play two games in one game, basically. Because yeah, any any halftime plans you had ready to go you kind of had to throw those out the window and just be more defensive minded in the second the second half of that game um luckily it was in the first the first leg uh we really would have been in a lot of trouble if it was not um but then i'm i'm just going to be interested to see what we're going to do corners wise that cresswell uh free kicks he's essential to us in the free kicks we've already seen that lately in the last couple weeks with him um and then now we got we don't have any Zuma going um, on Thursday at least. I don't know about I don't know about the weekend game, but we do not have Zuma for for leg two. Yeah, so that means it's gonna be well. We have got no opportunity. It's gonna be it's gonna be Dawson and Diop at the back because we have no one else. Worst. Yeah, no, it's not the worst. And Craig Dawson played extremely well in that second half. He was a brick wall. Dawson was a beast, man. Um, yeah. Again, like we, at that point, like like, I I was like, this is going to be where it falls apart. Like there goes Europa League. And the fact that we were able to just kind of like lock it down defensively and still, you know, like create those rushes and stuff that we were able to do. Um, I don't know. Leon, uh, I saw also had some injuries over the weekend. So maybe they're a little bit shorthanded too. Yeah, I think they had a bit of she weekend just like us. Um. You can obviously tell both teams are more just focused on on Europa at this point. Um, but yeah, uh, it, w- it was a that was definitely the better of the two games that we watched, even with the Cresswell red card. Um, I mean, you, you you think that it should have been red card though? Like it would have been hard to not call it a red card because of where, like, because it was right at the edge of the box, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, I just the only I, I guess I understand. I would have gotten a free kick, but like it was definitely a yellow. A straight red was a lot, but by the, like the way they were explaining it, you're like, yeah, he technically did I that. Just, it is a penalty honestly, shot in hockey. If you trip the guy that's on a breakaway, that was kind of what he did. It's one of those things. Is like one I thought it was very soccer. There's there hardly any contact, and the fact that the guy got up and winked at his mates as if to say, "Hey, I got him." was kind of a, that pissed me off but also it is one of those that if it if the exact same thing happened at the other end i'd have been screaming for the guy to get yeah. sent off so it's like uh, i mean yeah at the time i was like that's never a red and i was so pissed off but hindsight looking back i guess it's like, 
I'm more frustrated yeah. at him. Like, it was he's soft. Better than that. He's but better it's like, than why that. did it you do that? It was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It was still early in the game. It's nil nil. There was no need to do that. And it's like Cresswell is an experienced player, but he's one of those guys that's not really ever been in that that you know European football late stages oh, yeah, kind of like, thing. It is. I mean, you talk about inexperience. I mean, he's come on. He's. I think he's played like maybe as a substitute for England in a friendly. But that's a friend. So I think, yeah, this is probably his biggest game of his career. And you just got to know that like, you can't make those plays. You can't do things like that it, on, on that stage. I mean, was it Declan has the yellow card? And he was as conservative as it could be defensively Yeah. Uh, when it comes to tackling and everything like that. I mean, Declan still, like, dominated. But you could just tell they're like, don't fucking do it, Deck. Don't fucking do it. Um, and, and now you I feel like... You could tell every now and again I, I he was like second-guessing himself. Half our team, I feel like, has yellows going into this last leg, which doesn't make me excited. But um, I think it also makes you have to be more technically sound. And assuming that like West Ham does have the ability to do that. We are a very technically sound team. And I think that's what, what gives us the the ability to go as far as we have so far in Europa and, and to play as well as we have the last two years. And, and just, I mean, you, you see those those lobs that we can get to one another, just just uh, Ben Rama right off the ball, Lanzini right off the ball, Rice right off the ball, those first touch, second touch. Uh, we, we're up there with the best of the league and, and in the world, obviously, where we are right now in Europe. And uh, if we can rely on that and be successful at that, I think we're going to – like I think it's going to be more dependent on that going forward on Thursday. But, um, yeah, Cresswell was, was a beast, and he knew exactly where to put it on those corners. So – because it's him and Sufal, right? They do it. I don't know. He always mix, seems to mix up. If he's not Cresswell, it can be Sufal. Sometimes Bowen takes some corners. I've, I'm pretty well, sure I think lately they wanted Lanzini Bowen takes some corners. Lanzini might be taking them then on Thursday. Um, but just the free kicks, man. He's he's crucial to uh, to, to the ability to to make make yeah, good on a, free kicks and fantastic not having him there on the second leg is going to suck. Um, I don't know. It, uh, it makes it, it makes me feel like uh, we're not in a bad spot, but that's also the games that West Ham loses. So I'm, I'm really nervous. I've, I keep psyching myself out about this game. Yeah, I mean, we can like kind of merge into like the preview. Do you think maybe going into the second leg that the fact that we managed to hold on to a draw? That was basically a win. Men, do you think this is going to go like the, it almost takes away the the home advantage for Leon next game where it's like we are going to have extra not only motivation but confidence going into it thinking hey if we can actually stay with 11 men on the field all game we have an amazing chance at this I I do feel like that um which psychs me out then uh I I'm going in and out of it but um that also makes you feel like cuz you know the second that Cresswell got sent off they were like going to the locker room and having like, dude, all right, boys. Like, all we got to do is get one. We can go in with a, a little cushion, play at home. We're going to like put this away easily. Maybe get two goals. They're down to 10 men. And then for us to come out and put up that first goal, um, it, immediately you could tell there was a shift from Leon being like, oh, we're just going to, you know, take one and, uh, and head back to France next week. They were like, oh, shit 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 we gotta pull even and i i didn't really have a doubt that they were gonna pull even like they once they kind of 
power played us that way, like it, it made sense. Um, but the fact that they weren't able to get a second one, I think that was definitely a hit to their morale. And now it's like, bro, you can't hang with them for like, you can, you can barely hang with them when they have 10 guys. Just imagine when they add that one more. So we just can't start that? flat. I feel like we're going to lose, but I think that we could also like win one nil. It feels like a one nil kind of game. Or a draw that we go to penalties and lose. Yeah, I was going to say, my gut is saying this is going to go to penalties. It's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be gut-wrenching, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bobby McFunder Waffles. Hey, Mike, did you see that Ronaldo video? That course of action makes Messi as the greatest soccer player ever. Are you talking about the where he slapped that phone out of that child's hand? Yeah. Not my hero. What, like, he's apparently wasn't he an Everton fan, or was he a Man United? Because I'm, I don't some know. Reason, I for some reason I thought he was an Everton fan, but maybe I got that wrong. Because then I saw he invited him back to Old Trafford, and I was like, well, if he's an Everton fan, why the fuck do you want to go back? Well, they were also like he was an autistic kid, and they're like, well, uh, I mean, I don't uh, think Ronaldo was looking at whose hand he was slapping. I think he just was like, get that phone out of my fucking face. Well, and maybe just... next game, next game he's gonna be doing it. Like he's gonna walk past. You autistic? No. Fuck yeah! To like he's gonna check first. He's he's a like one of the most famous people in the universe, and a lot of people put photos like that. Um, I I don't think he did it maliciously because of the kid. I think he was just like fucking stop. I'm un-, he was in a bad mood that doesn't justify it, but it's like I don't I don't think there was ill will towards it. No, still a twat though. But Messi's better though. Messi is better. Messi's better. Um, speaking of um, controversy, so it wasn't necessarily going to bring this up because Cam Newton's not a, a Giants player. But pre going live, I mentioned this to Alex, and Alex hadn't heard about it. Well, yet I think you, you have you heard there was some rumblings around Cam. As you said, it, like said. ESPN had a headline, and I just kind of glazed over it. All right, so Cam Newton was in on an interview. I think with Barstool but I could be wrong so I don't want to quote that um but he was on a podcast and I don't know where the context comes from but he said and I quote now a woman for me is handling your own but knowing how to cater to a man's needs right and I think a lot of times when you're you get that aesthetic of I'm a boss bitch I'm this I'm that no baby but you can't cook you don't know when to be quiet you don't know how to allow a man to lead. Wow. Wow. Toxic masculinity much? Wow. That's like... Uh, um, yeah, Cam, we don't say things like that. I, my immediate thoughts to this was... Because I'm always... I think I've said it several times on this whenever someone says something stupid. I'm always a big devil's advocate guy. Or maybe whatever it might be. There's really no devil's advocate way to look at this. But also it's kind of like, surely this man has been around long enough in the public eye to where at least there must be some kind of internal dialogue that says, Hey Cam, even though you think this, <laughs> it's That's not going to end thought. well if we you say it. We don't let that inside thought become an outside thought. So, hey, I'm going to say this about what? No! Shut up. Just keep that keep that right in here. Keep that, Shut the keep fuck that up. in your head. Cause I, 
Do you re- I mean, do you reckon he said like, it and then was like, "Yep, people um, don't love me for that." I I think that you know he's he's a traditional kind of guy, and for some people, traditional means different things than other people. And I mean, the modern version of a woman or a boss bitch, quote unquote, as I'm just quoting him, I'm quoting that uh, from from what Cam said, um, the modern version of that may not see things the way that Cam Newton sees things like that. Um, I think he's entitled to his opinion. But yeah, probably not the best thing if you're a borderline quarterback right now trying to get a job. Yeah, so much for the Giants signing Newton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're looking no, for dude, a job, Gerard Taylor. If you're looking for a job, just again, even if you don't believe it, just say all the right things. Just toe the line I until you get that contract. I want to elevate women, is what I want to do, and make sure they have equal pay. I want to cook for women. Pay. Or say some shit like that. I don't know, Cam. Jesus fucking Christ. Somebody the other day was like, "What is it? What what is it supposed to mean when a what do you do when a ladybug lands on you?" And I was like, "You respect it." And I was like, "I don't know. I'm just playing the game. I'm just playing the game. All right, man. I'm saying the right things." Alex may not know everything, but he does respect women and ladybugs. If you want to pick it up, you ask permission first. Exactly. Respect the space. Consensual ladybug picking up. Anyway, that was that. Learning a lot today. Learning a lot today. Wow, Cam. Wow. Was he wearing like a fluorescent, like suit, kind of looking like a a bad guy from a Batman cartoon? Like the yeah, feather I, I in his head. I think he had like a, a lampshade on his head. I can see through that. That guy knows fashion. The guy knows fashion. I'll give you that. What's that? Was um, high fashion. High fashion. V high fashion. That's about it. Yeah, Cam Newton. Disavow. We disavow Cam Newton on this podcast. Um, right, before we move on to the... Uh, we're going to talk about, I guess, we're going to talk about the Brian game. Uh, the Brentford game, I should say. And then look ahead to the Burnley game. Uh, we're going to play everyone's favourite game. It's now time for this week's... How many things can you name? How many things can you name, Alex? So this week, since you have, even though I know that's the New York flag, technically it looks kind of look like the French flag on it your. It does. It's the New York City flag, I believe. It is because it's orange and not red. But it's a segue because this week's how many things can you name is a French themed since obviously we're playing Leon again on Thursday. So this week's How Many Things Can You Name is going to be How Many Things Can You Name with French in the name? For example, I'll give the easy one, French fries. Yeah. That's what we're going for here. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock to name how many things that you can think of with the name French in them. And your time starts now. Um, yeah, French fries, French toast, um, French dip sandwich, just the French dip, uh, French onion soup. Yep. French doors. Um, 
French doors are definitely a thing. Um, Frenchie's chicken, uh, French's mustard, French's pretzels. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And your time's up. That's all. I, that's it. That's all I can think of. I don't know about those last. Those, those, those sounded. <laughs> Alex, French I was waffle. just saying French for any word. French, French car. car. French TV. <laughs> well, you could have had French dressing. Fuck. I didn't know that was a thing. French press. Okay. Coffee. And then uh, French bread, apparently, is another thing. Fuck. Yeah. Or French kiss, ooh la la. Damn, uh, yeah, I missed that. I missed on some obvious ones for sure. What was the last? What'd you get going? Uh, was that like a, is that a local brand or something? The French mustard? French, was it French? Frenchies French mustard? Is that a brand? Frenchies chicken. Frenchie, Frenchies chicken is like a chicken chain. You can Must be a southern thing. Yeah, it's a restaurant company. Frenchies chicken. Founded in Houston, Texas in 1969. Oh, nice. 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 Well, okay, for that reason, I'll give you that one then. So you, you got about eight there. Not bad. Not bad. Frenchy. I guess that's yeah. technically, yeah, Frenchy. Um, not bad. Not bad. All right. Um, quick talk about Brentford, West Ham. Lost 2 0. So. Was it just because I was also I was like double screening it because I had the Australian Grand Prix on as well when I was watching West Ham and the Grand Prix, and I couldn't decide which was more boring. Like even though we lost two 0 it was weird. It was kind of like it wasn't necessarily a bad performance. It was just it wasn't like a, a good performance. It was like eh, it was so blah, like nothing. We didn't play well. Brentford didn't really play that that well either. They had like spurts where, where they just kind of took over but um yeah we came up flat i don't know if we were looking ahead to thursday hopefully that was the case um that was classic west ham game that we really needed especially given the results that we got this weekend with arsenal dropping points yeah Wolves dropping um, points i mean that was ours for the taking um and we knew what we needed going into sunday and that was the, that made it worse it was like you know you had the results on saturday you're like Oh shit! Like calculate. Okay, three points on. Like, look at us moving right up that table. And then, like, we could like if we could run through Burnley and Brentford, getting six points out of that, we're sitting so pretty going forward with what like six games left, seven games left in the season. And yeah, I think top four's gone, but that would have been like, oh, we that could be securing fifth or sixth. That'd have been nice. Now I'm still kind of like oh, fuck. We could now we're still, still. It's not, we don't have we don't control our own destiny. We could have like you know we have games against Arsenal. Uh, you 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 have you have those the games against Chelsea where like it is like statement games you can make. Not that really a game against Chelsea means anything to us at this point, other than we need to win it. Um, but yeah, that's a classic West Ham game. We're gonna look back at this hopefully or hopefully not. But you could like this could very well be one of those where like hey if we just beat Brentford. Here, didn't we draw against them on like earlier in the season, or did we also lose lose to them earlier? They did, they might have done the double. Yeah, I can't, honestly, I can't remember that far back. But it's, um, but it's like like little games like that. Like if we don't drop those points, we're sitting great right now going forward. No, they and, they um, beat us two one. So yeah. yeah, 
they did so the double. Six points right there, um, Brentford. We could have uh, we could we could have been sitting really good right now in the the table. Let me look. We could have been above Man United by right. I mean, we're above them now, but they've got a game in hand. But we could have. Yeah, fifty-seven. We would have been tied with Tottenham right now. Missed opportunity. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I don't know whether it was them just eyeing up Thursday. But it just looked like they were fucking be what it was. They just showed up flat. Yeah, they didn't do anything um, to deserve to win. But let's put that game in the rearview mirror. I'm fucking done talking about Burnley. Burnley. Now, after the Leon game, we got Burnley. And now I have no fucking idea because Burnley, they're 18th. Surely they're going to get relegated. They've won one out of the last five. That looks like a game we should win. Now, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Yeah, he's got my, my head's all upside down. I don't know what to think. <sighs> it all depends, I guess. Um, in, in realistically, that's a that's a two nil, two one West Ham win to me. Just looking at it, what it should be. Um, hopefully, we go in there and we're just like flying off the the wave of emotion from whipping the shit out of Leon. Uh, and that second leg, how awesome would it be? Like, just come out, just win like three nil, just put it away. Don't even make it close. It's a weird year for European football. Villarreal moving forward, yep. knocking at Bayern um, Munich. Chelsea and Chelsea just lost, so they're out. That was a hell of a game. Um, Did you watch that? I watched some of it, but hell of a game. The guy like Pulisic, but fuck Chelsea, and also yeah, right, like Russia problematic. Yeah, they're still watching right now. So boo them. Boo, Chelsea. And were all those marked off seats? Were those supposed to be Chelsea seats? No, because they were all around the stadium. So I'm assuming it's some kind of security thing. So the fans aren't close to the... I don't know what happened there. Okay. Yeah, it's all around the stadium. I was wondering so... if that was what it was. Because I knew they had all those restrictions. But Because um... I know Atletico Madrid have restrictions as well. Because of... They were racist, their fans, apparently. Mm. And there's no room for racism. There's none. Ask our friend Arlo. Um, but yeah, um, if we could get a win like that against Leon, we, we like this is a West Ham letdown game. But uh, uh, Burnley is for sure. Um, I just think that I think we gotta win. We like, we can't lose back to back games like that. No, and I'm we're gonna go out. We're gonna win way... Thursday. We're gonna come back. We're gonna ride off of that, and we're gonna win. Sunday. Yeah, either way, I'm hoping that either we beat Leon and we're riding that wave and we smash Burnley or we lose to Leon and then we're like, we're not going to lose to Leon. We got to win. Now we need to Leon. focus on the league and we're going to smash them either way. So I'm hoping for like a good win against Leon and then like a 5 0 win against Burnley. Fuck those guys. That's what we want. That's what we want. That's and what that's, we want. I guess, our official prediction. Um, before we go, a couple of news and notes of West Ham linkages. Obviously, in the summer, no surprise, West Ham are linked with Jesse Lingard, who's going to be available for free. Um, other names, apparently James Tarkowski, who's the defender at Burnley, I believe. Who's pretty solid. I could see him linking up well. as like the double-hard bastards, him and Craig Dawson, like the bouncers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ben Brereton-Diaz. I don't know how to pronounce this Burton in the middle, but yeah, the Blackburn striker, which I'll take. I just want a striker, any striker. He scores goals. Anybody that we can add him. some depth. 
We're gonna be playing European football next year, dude. We're gonna be playing European football again. We're gonna be playing so Champions League because we're gonna win the Europa League. Have to have depth. Because even that, it's not even set that if we go through, it's not even set in stone that we're gonna be playing Barcelona because I think they drew their first game as well. So who knows? Who knows? Could be up for grabs. FC Eintracht or whoever it is. You never know with the German teams. German, the Germans. They pull yeah. it out. Except for Bayern, who are out. It's a rough year for German football. Um, speaking about the podcast, so what's your schedule this week? Because I know you got obviously you got doing the live podcast on Saturday. Is have, have the good people of the Gravy Gang got a, another episode? To look forward to tomorrow, or are you what are you doing? You pass um, it over. Yeah, to next? no, tomorrow we're gonna have a, a regular episode of Pass the Gravy. Uh, we're gonna do a mock draft of voices because we lost Gilbert Godfrey today. So the best voices we're gonna pick, or I guess just voices in general. He had an amazing most... voice. Yeah, he had an like a very like very notorious voice. So we're gonna do the best voices mock draft. Um, we're gonna talk about the USFL's relaunch this weekend. Um, promote our beer some more, and then um, answer some questions and tell you guys what's not cool. I'll pitch you guys some more ideas as well. And then Saturday. Out at the brewery, if you're in Texas, uh, 3525 North Fraser Street up in Conroe. We're going to do a live recording of Pass the Gravy. We have five bands that are going to be there. We're going to have Vortex kicking things off before us. We're going to go on around 1, 115. Then we're going to have Kyle Garrett play some of his new music. We're going to have Bullethead after that. Then we're going to have Bar Rats following that. And then we're going to have Sedated, a tribute band for the Ramones playing. Nice. I want to be things yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. It's like a festival. We're going to be supposed to be getting to do it on the uh, outdoor stage at the brewery, which we've never gotten to do before. So it's going to be like a festival. But uh, yeah, this Saturday, April 16th at Southern Star Brewing Company. And if you don't get to make it out there, we will post the episode um, as a bonus episode on Monday. Does that mean are you going to skip an episode? So you're, at two, you're at two weeks or two episodes next week. Monday and Wednesday episodes. Ooh, yeah, yes. we're, we're spoiling you. All right. So is this, is this going to be never the, did anything for you. officially the first ever Pasta Gravy Festival? I'd like to think so, yes. Darling Someone's, someone's going to have to be like, wave a flag. They have flags at festivals all the time for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, we got it. We'll bring a Pasta Gravy flag. Yeah, just get someone randomly waving it during the band. I love that. Yeah. And and a, like a pinata. Somewhere there's a pinata on a pole. A flare. And then a woman has to be on someone's shoulders. Lots of glow sticks. Not headdresses, because those are cultural appropriating. We don't do that anymore. Anymore. Right? We don't do that. No. But yeah, it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, Pass the Gravy. Uh, new episode Wednesday, and then come check out our beer release, Darling Like a Marlin 2 Electric Boogaloo, um, a mango sour on Saturday. What do we have to look forward to on the Waffle Box? Well... Alex, thanks you very much for asking. So this week on Waffbox, we've got the dumbest world record of the week, which is which is a stinker. That's a little clue. It's a stinker. All right. Um, we're talking about Gordon Ramsay being a good guy for a change. Uh, we're talking about Jake Gyllenhaal's new movie, Ambulance. Um, and then we're also going to take a little step back in time and check out what Tinder was like in 1966. So that's going to be a new episode of Wafflebox. <laughs> Check that out tomorrow at Waffle Box Pod in your in your inboxes around about six AM tomorrow morning. Like so it. wake up like with Waffle Box and then 
listen to this that show and then go straight to the Rod Ryan show morning show, listen to that, and then I don't know, chill out for the rest of the day and then around about eight, ha- yeah. eight o'clock. What listen to Pastor Gravy. It's gonna be an amazing day I tomorrow. Mean, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Your ears will thank you. Mm-hmm. So make sure you follow Wafflebox Pod and Pastor Gravy Pod on all your socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Not TikTok. We're not on TikTok. Um, that reminds me, Bobby McFunnel Waffles, that reminds me of the PGG Time Machine. Oh, yeah, we did that in the beginning of the pandemic. We used to have a where have you been, where you been segment where we'd tell I you what we've done. I remember that. And then when we couldn't go anywhere, we just started, it was like a book club, but we would just pick a year and we'd all look up stuff that happened that year and then just share what we learned. It was informational. Yeah, it was, it was fun. We didn't have to read anything really extensively. But the important thing is you grew as human beings. Right. Like that's the worst thing about a book club is that like you like, hey, but I don't want to read. Like I like oh, no. Reddit because Reddit is like a like I watch Survivor, I watch Big Brother, and then I get on Reddit and I discuss or I don't really discuss, but I watch, I read the comments of other people that are discussing stuff. I'm like, I agree with this, I agree with that. And you can upvote and downvote on Reddit, and it's like that's like the modern day book club is like a Reddit forum about a show or a movie. Like we should have a movie club where Mike and I, like we just are like, oh, hey, let's watch this movie. Like let's watch The Godfather and then we'll discuss. And then we're like, you know what I really thought was interesting when like I don't want to read anything. But like if you're like, it's a movie or a show I can watch. Absolutely. I'll do it. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. To do. do we watch things or consume anything really if we aren't going to talk about it? Like, that's really the only reason we consume stuff. You can say it's for enjoyment, but really it's so I can be like, hey, have you seen the show? Oh, dude, you got to see it. It's where this guy does this. Like, that's really why we, why we do things is to talk about them later. And that's the fun of it. And book clubs were cool if you want to read, but I don't want to do that. Has Pat fixed his internet yet? Mm, it's hit or miss. No. Also, maybe we, that could that even, at the end of the season, before we take our summer break, we could do a special crossover movie club episode. <laughs> that'd be fun. We might. That'd be funny. That would be interesting. Get him and Bobby Jokes on. <laughs> Bobby Jokes in the four movies he's seen. <laughs> we have to pick one of them, I guess. Yeah, um, right. Like Spider Man. We'll just watch Spider Man. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, make sure you follow all the, like, say, at CBB Pod, if you are listening to us, make sure you can watch us live every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Eastern and 5 o'clock Central on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Go to CBB Pod for all, CBBPod.com for all the links. I am at Mr. Mike Fish. He is at Alex J. Middleton. Until next week, though, as always, don't forget. Seahorses forever. See you next Tuesday. Hey, let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind.